0: This episode is brought to you by The One Summit, two days that would change your life forever. For tickets, go to thewellnesssummit.com, thewellnesscoach.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to The Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts, Dr. Lawrence Tam, Dr. Damian Kristoff and Dr. Brett Hill. Welcome to The Wellness Guys, I'm Lawrence Tam.
1: I'm Damian Kristoff. And I'm Brett Hill.
2: birthday
0: well thats just the wellness guys show and I we are really really sorry for uh, Damien singing first of all and for that <laughs> song but it is our birthday it is our third year anniversary and uh, if you didn't hear any song that's because we cut it out because it was so bad so this is a weekly show dedicating bringing all to new lives, and gentlemen it's been an honor for you to, uh, you know, it's 156 episodes, <laughs> right? 156. And it is just sensational to have the two of you, um, the three of uh, us, being on this, this podcast for three years, three long years. It's been crazy. Let's be once honest. A
1: it's, it's a minor miracle that we've actually managed to get a podcast out once a week for three weeks. I mean, it's, it's amazing that between the three of us, we've been able to get together every single week, well, or not, not all of us every single week, but most of the time, mm. and do this three years straight. So, well done, boys. Yes. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, yes. It has been, actually, Lawrence started off the call by saying
2: it's been your honor, like, basically. Yeah, well, I have to
0: <laughs> add my Chinglish in there just to make sure that, uh, <laughs> you know, it continues. The uh, the the whole uh, the whole part of me just messing up is is part of the show. It's part of it the show. Been, it this has been.
1: This episode is going to descend into chaos. I can tell already. It's going to <laughs>
2: It. It's been big, hasn't it? Between Brett falling asleep at like eight o'clock in the evening, uh, Lawrence having to feed the kids at four o'clock in the afternoon, and it uh, being close to three o'clock in the morning by the time we start recording over here in Melbourne. Yeah. It's been, and Damon
1: consistently being at the football when we're supposed to start recording. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could talk. You could talk, Port Adelaide. So you get
2: it.
0: Yeah. Well, guys, uh, this show obviously is just going to be probably just a bit of a random show, but I think. More, most importantly, thing, I guess for us is that the last three years we have it's not just our show itself has um, changed our lives, you know, individually, but a lot has happened in our lives as well. We thought we would reflect upon the last three years, how it's um, the lessons we've learned, uh, the challenges we've gone through, and um, and also some of the successes that we've been, you know, we've had as a team, but also individually as well. So um, let's kick it off with Damien. You know, DK, you've been. Uh, obviously had uh, lots of changes in your life and 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 also in your family and everything else but you know what's been what was the biggest win for you in the last three years since becoming or you know obviously starting up the wellness guys
2: oh there's been so many wins boys and i think you know most of the listeners would know of the wins i've had along the way um but you know probably the most significant thing for me has only really just started to occur over the last few months, I would say. And it's been, you know, there's been a lot of things that we've learned along the way that have kind of pointed me in a particular direction to try and get some kind of balance. But I suppose upon reflection of looking at all the things that I have learned, you know, I got excited by Ben Greenfield telling me all I had to do was exercise for 20 to 30 minutes of intense exercise every single day. Then I could go and do an Ironman. I got pretty excited about that one, right? But then I also got excited about Ewan Lacour, like doing his, um, you know, Move Nat, and I got excited about, you know, different foodies and all of these sorts of things. I've had a lot of excitement around all that. But the thing that's really uh, hit home the most for me and I think has had the most profound impact over the last few months has actually been the ability to quieten down and to do what's essential, you know. And, and I know we spoke about this and I've been speaking about this in the last few weeks uh, or at least the last few calls um, a lot. But, you know, putting all of this together and having a look at, you know, what is paleo, what is primal, what is vegan, what is exercise, what is mindset, what I'm taking out of it is, you know, one of the things that was essentially what I learned from John D. Martini. Actually, LT, when I was in your house in Western Australia, in, uh, it would have been a couple of years ago when 100 Not Out started up, we interviewed, Marcus and I interviewed John D. Martini for 100 Not Out. And he said the keys to longevity was the least amount of variance. And, uh, and, and for me, um, I've I found that the least amount of variance um, has been to quieten my mind and to quieten my life a little bit. So
0: I'm actually enjoying that right now, boys. Mm, it's, it's so interesting, isn't it? And uh, you guys will get to hear that episode of us talking about busyness uh, next week. And uh, also, we do have a surprise uh, um, for you. We've been looking for having Di Martini on our show for a very long time since the very beginning i believe he was the one of the first names we actually wrote down to he was have a literally
1: like one of the first on our list yeah for sure.
0: and uh, after three years we actually had him and recorded and he's going to be coming off in a couple of weeks so this is going to be pretty exciting stuff uh, starting off our third year but more importantly mm. brett let's let's talk about your your wins in the last more importantly oh, <laughs>
1: <money. Yeah. laughs> because yeah. who cares about God, demo, right yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, i've got a whole bunch of them that I've written down here actually, but the, the one i'd like to talk about first of all, I reckon it, which has probably been the biggest breakthrough for me which is which has probably come more recently um is actually just being kind to myself, you know like as you go through this sort of health and wellness journey, I think you can you know there's so many things you want to do and there's so many things you want to achieve uh, for me personally with my own health, but also with what I want to be able to do for other people's health and how I want to be able to help other people and help you know globally our planet and help you know create an environment for my kids to grow up in that's amazing yep. and so there's just so many things that i want to do and want to achieve but i think the you know the events of probably the last 12 months particularly have caused me to sort of sit back and think well do you know what you've got to you've got to also stop and smell the roses along the way and you've got to understand that you know you're not perfect and that you're not going to do everything right all the time. What? And, and that there's a, you know, that this is a journey. And, and I guess uh, that's probably the biggest thing I've learned, I reckon, over the last, particularly over the last 12 months, is just to be a bit nicer to myself and a bit more understanding of myself. And I guess, you know, use, I guess, a lot of the principles that I apply when I talk to other people about what they're doing and how they should make change and, and apply those to myself as well oh, good points, buddy, uh, because I think when you're kinder to yourself, you're kinder to others
2: and you a bit more tolerant of others as well. So I found that when I was doing my TV show Downsize Me and I had my big practice and I was doing all these things and I was driving new cars and all that sort of stuff, I, without realizing it, I was getting a little bit too big for my boots, maybe a little bit arrogant and I expected more from people um, than what maybe they were able to give Themselves And so I was finding myself being a little intolerant towards people because they couldn't necessarily live up to my expectations of what I had for them. So when I realized that I was projecting my values onto them um, and I backed that back a little bit, um, I found that I was actually being more kind to myself and more kind to other people. Is that what you're talking about, Breto?
1: Yeah, absolutely, and that was kind of I, I linked that in with another point which I actually had on my list, which was yeah, definitely empathy. Like I definitely mm. realised sort of as you go through, and like I said, some of the things I've been through, particularly in the last twelve months, but even even as recently as yesterday. So you know, yesterday I was booked in to go skydiving. Oh wow! And for those who don't know, I'm incredibly fearful of heights. I, I don't know if I've talked to you guys yet about my leap of faith that I did at Cave Camp. I saw but it. Yeah. I, I watched it. it. Yeah.
0: So
1: <laughs> I'm actually incredibly afraid of heights. Like it. it Took me to the end and back to actually manage to jump off of that platform, which was only twelve meters up in the air. I was harnessed in, yeah, and I saw the hesitation. I saw the
0: hesitation. But well, you know what? The, yeah. the
1: worst bit was actually before they even started recording, Lawrence. So that video looked bad, but actually, before that happened, I almost got back. I almost got down. I, 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 heard,
2: honestly, I heard that you squealed.
1: I probably did. <laughs> honestly, it wouldn't surprise me at all. But I almost climbed back down because I literally couldn't convince myself to jump. And it was only when I decided that I was going to come back down that I actually went, no, that actually coming back down was more painful to me than actually jumping, that I ended up jumping. Mm. But but having said that, I then decided well, I'm going to go uh, and do skydiving, which I was supposed to do yesterday morning. Unfortunately, the weather here wasn't any good and I didn't end up doing it. But the couple of days before taking that leap, I was just in turmoil. Like I was really stressed about it. It was eating me up inside. And one of the things, I spoke to one of my really good friends, uh, Dr. Patrick Sim, who's a chiropractor here in Adelaide, and he sort of, he gave me a bit of a talking to and, and sort of pointed out to me that, you know, that I'm always making suggestions for people about what they should change in their life and what they should do and how they should do it and why they should do it and that, you know, that actually many of those are probably equally as scary for the people that are making these changes. And, it, you mm. know, whether that's changing their diet, whether it's going and doing exercise, you know it caused me to reflect on people for example people in my practice who I've done exercise with and and one girl who had never done a push up in her life who I started working with and we actually started her doing push ups and she now can do full push ups she started off just doing them against the wall but you know i started thinking about these people and the courage that they've shown to make those changes and it it does. It just comes back into that empathy thing of, of really understanding, you know, as I was going through that process of trying to convince myself that jumping out of a plane was a good idea, it really made me think about the turmoil that other people go through trying to make those changes. And, and I guess even more, just, you know, encouraged me to be more empathetic towards people and their journey and their decisions as well.
0: But it's so true uh, though, isn't it? Like just being able to uh, recognize in yourself that because what's easy to us um, as individuals, whatever that might be, and telling, us some, you know, telling someone else to do that, yeah we forget about how hard it is for them That's absolutely it. and um and for i mean, and, and in itself it's actually a lesson for ourselves right because you know for you to go through this and you actually being able to see that within yourself now you actually like you said is empathy but it's also being amazed by what people are able to do and their wins and them sharing the wins and now you actually recognize their wins actually way bigger than you th- so much you know th- yeah. than we initially thought you know and i think that for me like in the last 3 years one of the biggest um you know wins for me is just watching people um taking leaps of faith right in terms of their health and telling us about it like there's so many messages that we get um, facebook posts and messages that we don't share you know i don't know why we don't share them but we, we just don't we just kind of <laughs> we just kind of congratulate them and it goes you know we share with each other and we go Look at this email. Like, look at this person. Like, look what they did or how connected they are or look what they, they've done over their life. And it's because of us. And we, we just
1: get blown away, don't we? Like, on a regular basis, we just get blown away.
0: Yeah. And we're so humbled about it. Like, we just kind of go, wow. Like, you know, for, you know, let's be, let's face it. Like, you know, if you're on stage and you, you know, which we're doing a talk, you can kind of get congratulations. You can kind of get feedback. But when we do a podcast, we don't, we don't know who's listening, right? And we just know that, uh, we just hope that someone's <laughs> listening to the show. And some, um, and when we get feedback like that, uh, you know, people sending messages and all that stuff. It's, it just reinforces the idea that, you know, we made a difference into at least one person's life. And that feels awesome. Yeah, um, you know, when we, when I first saw, you know, 200 people out in go coast, uh, when they came to the first summit and then 600 people show up in Melbourne, like last year, it was, I, man, I was sitting in the back of the room, like taking mental pictures, like, yeah. like just snapshot just thinking, Oh my God, like they came to kind of see us and mm-hmm. we created this movement and it's incredible and to be you know like totally thankful for that you know we'd started something it was just three guys who you know had a, 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 I guess a project in mind and we started recording we pressed record and we just hoped for something you know to to come up which is kind of crazy and to, to think that you know people are listening to us for real that it wasn't just our imagination or you know <laughs> some <stat. laughs> Not <just our> parents. <laughs> yes it's yes, yes, just our parents my parents have no idea what I do um but, yeah, it's pretty cool.
2: Well, I'll love to know, especially from you, Lawrence. Oh, thanks. <laughs> what you have most learned um, for yourself. I mean, I know you've just spoken about the uh, the things that you've felt and you've noticed, but what did you actually learn? Because you've had massive changes in the last probably six months really. But uh, what what are the biggest things that you've learned that have helped you make big decisions over the last uh, yeah. 12 months?
0: The biggest thing is that well, Chinglish, well, Chinglish is actually infectious because you're starting to speak it. So that's um, that's one thing.
2: <laughs> I, I thought i got away with it. I thought I, I'm going to whip it in there and see how we go. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Did, you, um, laugh? Did yeah. you roll on the floor laughing, brother? Yeah. I noticed you yeah. didn't, ta- didn't type any messages yeah. after I said
0: that. <laughs> 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 uh, for me, I think that... A, One of the biggest things for me, I guess, that I learned about myself is that each one of us, um, you know, no no matter where you are in life or what you do, um, doesn't have to be a health practitioner or anything, can really make a difference in someone's life and without really making a connection or actually meeting them, you know, and that kind of blows me away because, you know, we're just here, like, we're just three friends just chatting and we just happen to press record. And we kind of put it out on the internet. And that <laughs> that's, didn't that's exist.
1: That's literally how our first episode came about, isn't it? Pretty much, <laughs> like yeah, We just
0: started press record. We pressed <laughs> record and we just started go, okay, let's go with this. And, you know, if, if it wasn't for the internet, I mean, obviously, and ability for iTunes and podcasts and, you know, the whole idea that's there, it, this wouldn't have happened. But, you know, we're reaching people all from wherever you are listening to this. You know, you could be in the United States or Israel or Russia. Um, you are listening to it. Because, you know, and we are we are making some sort of difference. And that, to me, just shows the power of individual people in the human race reaching, you know, touching other people's lives. And okay, I
2: Lawrence, think, Lawrence, what did you learn? What have you got out I, of this?
0: I got out of this is that I have the power. Like I have, no, up. seriously, that's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. totally being blunt here. I, I've... I'm, I'm really feeling that I – that's what I've changed. The changes that I've been able to create in the last couple of years is because I recognize that I have something that actually uh, – you know, my brain or my message, my message actually has someone there listening and they're actually getting impact. And so therefore, they're, I can actually change someone's life. And so therefore, I, that's how I've actually been able to move and transition to where I am. So most people may not know, but I got left practice like five months ago because I feel that I can make a bigger difference – doing what I'm doing right now than I was in practice. And that didn't come about lightly because that came about acknowledging that there was so much power um, and knowing that someone was able to change because of what we're able to do. That's what I've learned to take and that I can make a difference in someone's life.
1: And that kind of ties into one of the things I had on my list actually, which was kind of the idea that, you know, these people that we put up on a pedestal in like sort of in the health and wellness world or even in the media or whoever they are, that, that they're just regular people too, and that, and that if you want to, that you can do that as well. I mean, I remember when we first started doing the wellness guys and we started contacting people for interviews, and like these people would respond and say yes and I'd be thinking hey that's pretty cool that's amazing, and then we'd start talking to them like you know we often have chats to them before and after the interviews, and also live on air and you'd kind of go, "Hey, these are just like regular people, like they're just actually real guys and 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 I just remember thinking, "Hey, wow." You know they're not that like big that's actually not completely unattainable it's not completely unachievable that that actually like we can kind of do this stuff too and and like you said, once we got to the wellness summit and all of a sudden you stand I, I can distinctly remember having like a bit of a moment where I was standing up on stage and I looked out and saw six hundred people and I went, oh crap, like we've become one of those guys like you know like those people that we'd always go and watch like I mean between the three of us, God knows how many seminars we've been to and experts we've listened to standing up on stage and and it just never occurred to me that, that we were sort of starting to become those people. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. we were just doing our thing. And it just, I think the whole journey has just made us realize that, that, that you can actually do it and it is achievable and you can have an influence on everyone. And like you're saying, Lawrence, you, you can have a voice and make an impact. Um, and that's really cool. You know, even just today, I was having a conversation with someone else who, who's starting a bit of a paleo meetup group and they're doing some stuff uh, up in Queensland. And they were saying to me, they said the same thing to me. They're like, oh, it's so great. Like you're just so, you know, approachable. We can actually chat to you about stuff. And, and I just remember thinking, oh, that's really weird because I remember when I was in that position saying the same stuff to other people. Like, but, but it just goes to show that there's, there's so much potential there. There's so much opportunity to have an impact. There's so much opportunity to help people, whether it's health, whether it's whatever sphere you're in, that people just really need to realize it. And one of the things I've realized is that, that you can do it. And that honestly, probably I would say the biggest block for people doing it is literally just doing it. Like it's literally, you know, the difference between us, I'm sure, and a whole bunch of other people who could probably run a podcast sharing just as good and quality content and whatever as we do is literally just the fact that, like Lawrence said, we press play and started recording it. Yeah,
0: I think there's two things. I think there's two things. One is that it's just starting something. And that's why, you know, the reason why we're saying this is because we want to encourage everybody to kind of step up and do something. You know, yeah. have to, I'm not saying so, do a podcast, but do something to really um, inspire other others in, in in the direction of whether it be health or finance. It doesn't really matter what it is. It's just go after your genius. And I it's tell that people... that thing, isn't
1: it, that, Lawrence? Like that, that thing you've been thinking that you should do? <laughs> do it. Just go and
0: do it. I, <laughs> So the second thing though, I think it's starting is great, but second thing is is actually because we know a lot of people started something, right? The difference though with what we've been able to accomplish here, and we're not boosting our egos here, it's just more that it's number two, is what we started off this podcast saying that we actually stuck it out week after week for three years. Right? Hundred and fifty six weeks. Yeah. And it's because we stuck it out. And and I think it's about doing the right things and if you're going somewhere with it, go with it. But if you're not going somewhere with it, you know, stop. You know, if you, you just know that project is not moving, you know, it's not going in the right direction. You know that that time we just need to pull back and just go. You know what? We got to cut that project off. And most people don't realize this. Wellness guy was not the most. It wasn't the original idea. It was our third idea, right? <laughs> it was like we had a couple ideas that you never heard of, simply because it failed, right? It failed miserably <laughs> and we just never released it and so therefore you never hear it and so I think that's the beautiful part about starting something. It's about, yes, go start something but next, if it's good, just keep doing it. You got to have the persistency to, you know, consistency to really just keep doing and hammer it through in, in order to kind of gain traction.
2: Mm. Well, I'm just going to let you boys have a little breath there and I might just chime in a little bit here and just, uh, I mean, I, I, I decided that I was going to do two things at once. And uh, so I posted on Facebook just a moment ago that uh, we are recording our 156th episode of The Wellness Guys. Happy third birthday, boys. Brett Hill, Lawrence Tam. And uh, it's incredible just to see what actually happens with that sort of thing because there's a whole lot of likes, a whole lot of people you know, sending congratulations. And what this actually Steve reinforces. Kirby. Awesome Steve guys. Kirby. Yeah. <laughs> this Mickey is why all these
0: beeps are going to my ears. Ricky <laughs> <Facebook is
2: open. laughs> Kelly, Barbara Chandler. You know, Alan McNeil, Kathy Colville, there's a whole bunch of people like it away, just, you know, go and mental on this. And what it means is that our, our reach is getting bigger. But we recognized that the reach was growing and we knew that people needed more. And so that was when we created The Couch. And from The Wellness Couch, now we're delivering, was it nine podcasts out into the, into the greater world um, on all different types of things, you know, from... Um, home life to healthy families to um, specific diet information through to mindset information to aging well to career information and now that we've done that now that we've actually you know got the couch going we've got more podcasts to bring on and so we know that there's mindfulness podcasts to bring on um, and and so on and so I, I should not spill the beans because I'm so good at doing that but you know in knowing that we've got the next summit coming up. Um, only in only you know a few weeks time really, um, and now and we'll, we'll hit another six hundred people there. You know, probably closer to seven hundred people. Um, who knows where it's going to be in another twelve months time? But you're right, boys. The message is big. The following is growing, and people are spreading the message of wellness around. And it's not just because of us, but it's because the whole movement of wellness is so it, it makes sense. Um, it's a non. It's a nonsense to continue to do the same things as what the world has been doing with food, nutrition, exercise, um, drugs, surgery, medicine to continue down the route of sick care and move away from wellness care and uh, and health care uh, is a nonsense. So I think that we've, we've we're part of a movement that collectively the world is actually moving in that direction and that's a really exciting thing.
0: You know, you know it's so true though one of the things is um, that our show wouldn't have not have succeeded this far without our listeners right and it's not because you know it's not about us it's about really about helping shape your life and your goals and if the message wasn't uh true then you wouldn't be telling others and i think you know we want to thank all the listeners on and fans who listen to the show and telling others i mean we don't we don't get to twelve thousand um plus downloads per week um you know just by us speaking it's about you guys actually spreading the message and uh, telling others and friends and other people about these shows so thank you so
2: much for that isn't that a million downloads a week
0: yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. The DK factor. Seriously. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot that. A couple of zeros oh. there.
1: Yeah, come on. It's, yeah. it's so true, though. I mean, it is amazing. I can remember – actually, I can remember the episode when we all realized that we were number two on iTunes. Do you remember that, guys? And we, we found out just before we recorded. Yeah. And we did this whole show about how excited we were to be number two on iTunes. Yeah. I and think you giggled and squealed. I I didn't even have iTunes. We got sent the message and someone yeah. went, hey, did you know that you're number two? And I was like, what? There's a ranking? Yeah. Hang on. What is iTunes? How do I get that? And so I, I downloaded iTunes. I've got, I got to be honest. I downloaded iTunes just to check our ranking. How, how shallow is that?
2: Well, that was back, that was back in the days
1: before you actually
2: had a laptop computer, I think,
1: wasn't it? <laughs> i was just carving it into the stone tablet still using a calculator an abacus
0: oh i still remember when we hit number one um i think it was like 16 weeks into it and it was pretty cool and uh, it's a great sensor listen we got about probably eight minutes left um on the show and so we've been rambling but let's um let's talk about some of our lessons uh over the last three years and uh damien let's go quickly you know what were some of the biggest lessons you learned uh, about yourself about the show or just about you know just your life in general in the last three years
2: Well, look, definitely um, from what I said at the start of the show, me needing to quieten down, be a bit, you know, collect my thoughts and do the essential stuff, that's been really big for me. Focusing more on uh, purposeful exercise. So, not necessarily having to go out and bust my guts and try and, you know, be what other people are in exercise, but to really just find what really works for me. And I think that's been really important for me. Um, I've also learned that. that I haven't had to be so extreme with my eating or with my food information to help people make big change, and so I've learned that in my conversations as a chiropractor in my in my practice, um, I've learned that in conversations with my Power Food talks and your Stress Codes, like I, I deliver a model, but I I don't want to um, I don't want to make people feel bad for not taking on eighty percent or seventy percent or even, you know, 60%. But just to make one small change because, of course, you know, uh, in rolling, you know, rolling stone, it, it's going to go to some kind of momentum. Mem- momentum. <laughs> momentum. I've just got a, a, a Lawrence Tan stutter then. And so I, I just uh, I thought that, you know, as people could take one small step, they'll be able to take, you know, more successive and more successful steps. And, and I've kind of held people's hands more Um, by being more empathetic, you know, to that sort of thing. So that's been a big one for me. Um, But I've also, you know, felt that it's, uh, you know, for me it's been very, very important just to sit back and just to reflect a lot. And so I've watched you, Lawrence, grow a lot. I've watched you, Brett, grow a lot. And, And I think... You know, just having me being able to sit back and just watch how you boys have grown and and how you guys have changed and made such incredible decisions and choices in your lives, um, it's inspired me to go and do a whole lot of things and to make different choices and decisions. And Forage wouldn't be where it is if it wasn't for you guys being, you know, as excited about you know health and wellness and. Because we can spread the message, and you know, my practice wouldn't be as good. So, I, th- I think chiropractic's better for it. I think that wellness is better for it. I think there's a whole lot of stuff that's better for it. And you know, that's all. I suppose a
0: summary of what I've got from the last three years. I told you, Chinglish is infectious. So, Brett, <laughs> let's talk about you. Like, um, obviously, you've had some, uh, you know, big lessons um, yeah. over the last few years. So, you know, what did you take out of it, and um, how did you, you know, where where are you going to move forward from there?
1: Well, you know, in some ways, I think it's almost impossible to start going through all the things I've learned along the way because I think like literally, and, and I don't say this like people sort of, this might sound like it's a bit of a cliche, but I literally think that I've learned something from every single episode we've done. And and so as we've gone along this journey, I mean, I've just, I just feel like we've been so privileged to get a chance to chat to and interview the people that we've been able to chat to and interview and that I've just had the opportunity to chat to and, and to talk and, and you know, shoot the breeze with you two as well. So many times over this journey, and and I just feel like there's there's so many different things. And as Damien said, just incremental little changes and improvements that I've been able to make just the whole way along that. And and you know, and that's obviously led to other things of you know other events and talks and gigs and and stuff that have you know just constantly allowed us to continue to grow and involve and improve. And. So you know, in some ways, it's just uh, it's hard to to fathom all the different changes. But I think you know, for me, probably the two key ones are probably similar to what Damien was talking about. You know, I think for me, certainly time management. I mean, Lawrence, you've been talking to us about this for three years now, and I think maybe Damien and I have finally started to catch on that that you know this time management is important and finding balance is important, and uh, and that's certainly been a big lesson for me, particularly I think over the last twelve months where. You know, things have changed a lot, and uh, and you know, having to balance out the work and the kids and and all that sort of stuff has has become, uh, you know, in some ways more challenging, but in some ways more enriching as well. So, um, you know, getting that time management thing right, and making sure that included in that time management picture is time for yourself, and as I said before, being kind to myself, then then getting that balance right and I certainly wouldn't uh, pretend to say that I've got it right but but I'm getting better and uh, so I'll have to keep listening to you for perhaps a couple more years yet, Lawrence, and it might eventually (laughs) sink in. Um, But but I think definitely the time management thing and then I think Damien was spot on when he said before is – you know, just understanding that there are more than one way to skin a cat, and that regardless of where people are at, and regardless of what approach they want to take to getting healthy, then it's it's just about helping them do that in the best way that they can, and and helping them take like once again just one more little step to head in the right direction to to get themselves that little bit healthier, whatever journey that is they want to do. You know, we've spoken about vegan, we've spoken about you know paleo, we've spoken about blood type, you know, whatever it is that they're doing, just helping them do that well. Um, I think it's been a really important part, and, and understanding, I guess, I've developed over time.
0: That's cool, and so it's great that we're live at the moment recording this because um, you know you can see Damien trying to do uh, multitasking, and I t- I've told I'm, him many times it I'm doesn't work, it. and he's just actually comment on the wrong posting. Um, and they actually <laughs> posted, you know, comment on something completely different. It makes no sense in that post
1: whatsoever. I, to, but I told you we're slow learners. Yeah, no, exactly. No, because you posted up a picture of Kaya
2: 26 minutes ago and we've been recording for 27 minutes. So that's what was funny about it. Because no, you, no, you were post, doing two things at once as well. That was that's posted what's like funny.
0: earlier in the day. Nah. Go check the time, buddy. But anyways, nah. you know, before we go Tell on us what to. what did this, you learn? What have you learned? Oh, you oh, know what? what? I want, we've got two more minutes and I'd love to do this before and if we have time, we can go learning. But I'd love birthday, to know. Sing no, no, I'm not saying happy birthday. Come on. <laughs> I'll do Give Marilyn Monroe and happy birthday. Come on. No, what's the funniest thing um, <laughs> or, you know, that has happened to you in that Wall Guy Sky show that you can remember? I'll start off so you guys can think about it. Like, okay. um, funniest thing or like one of the craziest things that happened during the recording of these last three years was almost missing the Tim Ferriss interview. Like the biggest interview I felt was, you know, in, in the books at the time or even probably, you know, of the last three years, one of the top interviews. And I literally almost missed it. Like I totally forgot it, or it was like half an hour later, and uh, and I had that was to be... when I
2: flew all the way to San Francisco to do the interview. Yeah, right? <laughs> you're
0: like you're calling <laughs> me on my phone, my home phone, and you're like, "Where are you? Tim Ferriss is on the phone. Like, what are you doing?" So I thought, you know, there's all the little behind the scenes that uh, no one ever gets to see, and rushing around and, and trying to get all the recordings right. And that was like one kind of moment that I always remember that uh, was pretty funny to me. So, uh, Damien, do you remember any kind of funny moments in in the last three years?
2: Yeah, Brett and I actually often have a bit of a chat going on. Um, <laughs> Never,
0: and, oh, and some
2: go. of the things that we write while you're talking are phenomenally funny. Like we'll be absolutely in tears laughing because you'll say some stuff and it it doesn't make much sense, and or it's absolute chinglish, and you know, and we're loving it. We love it to bits. What you guys so- don't
0: know, the listeners, the amount of abuse I cop like on Skype. <laughs> Behind the scenes,
2: you'd say, you wouldn't even know what's going on because so much." They goes distract
0: on. <laughs> me. They they play little games on with me, and they just Skype <laughs> message at me while I'm trying to talk. And the like the Skype little thing uh, uh, notification goes beep 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 beep, and like these messages flying through my computer screen. I literally have to close my eyes and just concentrate on what I'm saying. That's why I get thrown out like that. Exactly, stop <laughs>
1: that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I think it's just you know sometimes there's. um there's just little idiosyncrasies that you have, Lt, that uh, that have really it brings a lot of joy to the interviews and and just and the when way you
1: the 156th time it just and gets, it's still yeah. funny.
2: And I think one of the funniest things was where we we used to get complaints about you saying especially, you know, oh, and I did oh my god, do you remember that we used to get we used to get complaints about you saying especially and, you know, and and. I think, it's, I think it's funny that people actually felt the need to try and correct, try correct you
1: me. on <laughs> your English. And do uh, you know what the best bit about that, Lawrence, was that the, the disclaimer you came up with to put on the end of your emails, I absolutely <laughs> love it. Can, you, can yeah. you, you know what it says? <laughs> no, I, I do. I've got it here. I've got it
0: here. <laughs> I do. I, do. I, said this, I basically said, this email is a natural product of my thoughts. A slight variation in spelling and grammar is my gift to you at no charge. I believe it enhances the individual character and uniqueness and in no way are to be considered flaws or defects. I
1: love that. <laughs> yeah, I love it's that. I
0: didn't, it's not my original one. I actually, you know, I I saw that from someone. I kind of tweaked it to my my own uh, little Chinglish stuff. So yeah, and the worst oh, part, I think, think someone actually wrote back goes. You actually have a spelling mistake in that. Did you uh, – it's driving me yes. crazy. Did you leave that on purpose or did you do
1: that like just because you, you're you?
0: Because well, uh, You never know.
1: Well, guys, before we sign out, I've got to say my funny one yeah. was definitely – I think it was Lauren Cordain. It was one of the very early episodes and it was one of the massive – it was one of the massive – my massive paleo idols. You know, we, I spoke about before about how I did what, you know, I used to put some of those people <laughs> – on pedestal, and I think it was Lauren Cordain who I had up on a massive was pedestal.
2: Larry and uh,
1: and you two boys sort of said to me at the start of the interview, said, so, look, Brett, I know you're pretty excited about this, we'll let you ask lots of questions. So I proceeded to ask bucket loads of questions Did the whole you? way through the interview <laughs> until right at the end. We got to, we said, we got one more question, and he says, well, we haven't heard much from you, Brett. So how about you ask a question this time? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was just gutted. I was gutted. Yes, was shot right down to the bottle. So disappointed. Uh, that
0: was so funny. It was pretty funny, especially who it was too. Well, guys, I hope you enjoy that uh, that podcast. I don't know, you know, if you got some value on that, but I'm sure that uh, you can take away some laughter at the end here. And um, and uh, really, more importantly, you know. If you've been enjoying the show, please con- you know, continue telling other people because we'll love to have more impact in the world. Um, go to a Facebook page and like us there. Share this podcast with your friends, your families, and other strangers you think need you know, a massive wellness update. And subscribe to us on iTunes. And while you're there, leave us a five-star rating and leave a comment there on iTunes as well. So until next week and until the years, uh, all the years, yeah, See, so here we go again it's like a co-op script I mess up just, just for you for the third year uh, so until next week give me, begin creating wellness G lives and lead by an example and let's change the world's health together join us next week on the Wellness <laughs> Guy Show
1: Hi, Brett Hill from The Wellness Guys and That Paleo Show here. We had some incredible feedback last year that being at The Wellness Summit with a group of like-minded people made it just that much better. So this year, we've created a special group rate for 10 or more people to attend The Wellness Summit. For spreading the wellness message, you can come to The Summit for just $197. That's a saving of $100. And all you need to do is get you and nine other friends along to Crown Melbourne on Saturday, August 16 and 17 for this once-in-a-lifetime event. To book your group tickets and have the best time ever with your friends, go to www